Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 38 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Today I sit down with Murphy Jensen. Now, have you ever been able to feel someone's energy without even seeing them? Like through the phone or through your speakers? Anybody, anybody? Well, get ready because you have a dose of positive energy coming your way. You can literally feel Murphy's smile through the airwaves. Murphy walks us through his recovery story from being a pro tennis player to learning to harness and accept and turn what he thought was one of his flaws into a cutting edge app to help others with addiction. By using his experiences and tech, Murphy is able to help millions around the world. So let's get into it. In my mind, summer is here and I am living off Brew Doctor Kombucha. I know many of you have been asking or commenting on the alcohol content and rest assured that there is less than 0.5% alcohol in Brew Doctor Kombucha. With unique flavor combinations, super cute bottles, and a nice healthy dose of probiotics to maintain a healthy gut, Brew Dr. Kombucha is a great healthy alternative to alcohol. Okay, Mr. Murphy Jensen, how are you doing today? Good morning, Jess! (laughs) I'm living the dream! Oh my god, I love that. I literally always had, say that, live in the dream. That's amazing. I've had my coffee, have you? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready so to rock. Excited. I'm so excited to join you today. Um, I was in a closet. Here we are not even filming. And I'm like, what am I going to wear? I had a triple, <laughs> you know, moisturizing phase. Uh, you know, I started with you know, some uh, moisturizer, then some oil. And my wife says, that's called a triple you're doing. And a triple. A triple? A triple for Jess. Okay. Yeah, it's where you put on three different layers of God knows what. So (laughs) then she goes, you just put hydrochloric acid on your face. And I'm like, what? Is that healthy? And I don't think it's hydrochloric acid, but the word acid was in there. Yeah. And it just sounds alarming. Yeah. So how's life in your world? (laughs) Life is great. It is very busy, which I am so Mm -hmm. grateful for. Um, Mm -hmm. And I am so excited to talk to you today. I'm so grateful that I have this podcast and I get get to connect with cool, amazing people like Mm -hmm. yourself. It's all about connection. Yeah. I really want to learn more um, about you. I basically just want to start off with with your life story, like where'd you grow up? What what was your childhood like? How did you get to 2019? How did Murphy Jensen get to 2019? Well, 
first thought would be, what do you know? Who have you been talking to? Um, <laughs> you know, what have you heard? Uh, a mentor once told me, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Um, <laughs> with that said, I am, uh, I'm th truly grateful and uh, thankful that um, you invited me to, to share with you today and be part of uh, uh, your podcast. Um, I, I'm a big fan of yours. So Aww. with that said, yeah, Thank with you. that said, um, I grew up on a Christmas tree farm in northern Michigan. Uh, no just way. Off the shore yeah, off the shores of Lake Michigan. Some say I was raised by wolves. Um, <laughs> And there's still some question of that fact being true or not. Um, okay. But I grew up in a very athletic household. My mm -hmm. mother was a gymna uh, celebrated gymnastics coach. She ended up on the uh, as a consultant or an advisor for the U.S. women's Olympic gymnastic team in Montreal in 1976. Wow. I was born in 1968, which makes me a ripe old young 50 today. Woo! Today. Yeah, it, it's pretty sweet. And um, 50 is a new my, 40. 50 is a hot number. I hope so. It, it my, is. my Zodiac said I've got six months left at 50, and I don't know what 51 is going to bring, and I really don't care. I, I've got today. It is Wednesday, yeah, the 17th of April, and I'm going to make this baby a Picasso. Um, I love and that's that. And that's the truth. Um, yeah. So... You know, I'm one of four children. I have younger twin sisters, Rachel and Rebecca, and older brother, Luke. Dad was also an athlete in his youth. He was a professional football player for the New York Giants. Wow. Back in the 50s, I think before they had helmets, which, which <laughs> makes a lot of sense, you know, on how my mind works today uh, okay. and how it used to work before uh, recovery. Mm. And... Um, our dad and mom built a tennis court in our backyard when we were real, real little. And that tennis court in our dad's thought was it'll make us really good athletes. Our mom had us being from the gymnastics background. She had my brother and I in tap dancing classes and, you know, they had us do everything. But for a for small town in, in northern Michigan, they were really progressive to have children in tap dancing and, gymnastics and playing tennis and you know mm -hmm. they weren't the most manly sports um right 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 activities and art and things like that and they just you know wanted us to be exposed to everything and creative but that tennis court in the backyard led to um you know all four children being celebrated junior national tennis players which led my brother and i both to, to the university of southern california on tennis scholarships with after a year or two, we ended up both on the professional tour. And within a year or two, we were uh, the best in the world and French Open champions. So, Holy smokes. Yeah. So that's amazing. You know, dreams, dreams do come true. And yeah. If, if you want something bad enough, the universe will provide and give you uh more than you can ever dream of. And that maybe sometimes it won't be, you know, be careful what you wish for, I say. And, oh, my and gosh. May not. I just think the ups and downs have all led to where I am today at 50, which is um, a very grateful and humble, hopefully I'm humble, um, mm -hmm. and uh, thankful human being. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I sought to be the best in the world for a long, long time and to get to the top of a mountain. Um, and once I got there, I didn't um, really know what to do next. And I think I was right. on the wrong mountain uh, at that time. The mountain I was on was driven by fear, doubt, and insecurity, where the mountain I climbed today is um, a mountain of, you know, uh, gra gratitude, thankfulness, love, faith. Um, and, uh, community. So to completely different mountains service. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
you know, so service to others is a big, big deal in, in my playbook today. Um, and how it all came about, I grew up, I don't know if you have a question about recovery, but how it all came about was I, I grew up in in an alcoholic house and, um, that, that's not, um, and I think what drove me in my, in my sport was, uh, fear. You know, I, I wanted, you know, and I was a, a frightened little boy, but the, the world changed for me when my, my dad found recovery and, um, he never drank again. And I was able to put him asleep on his last breath and kiss his lips goodnight mm. and, uh, to a sober man. And it was a really, really big deal for me. And, um, and he knew that, uh, his family was, was okay and safe and protected because his son Murphy could, um, take care of his kids. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. And the, the kids, kids could take care of each other, you know? Yeah. That's pretty neat. So he doesn't okay. get, he, he doesn't find the shores of recovery or find recovery that all that stuff that I mentioned does not happen. You know, the tennis world, the, the which led to TV and a couple of movies and some neat stuff that happened, but mm-hmm. it's not, it hasn't been all, you know, um, peaches and cream. And, um, on, in 1999 with the birth of my first son, um, I was playing the U S open and I was at a jumping off place. You know, I didn't know, um, when I had a drink drinking, uh, had a different effect on me than my peers on the tennis tour. Um, okay. and, and I'm playing so? the U S open. Well, you know, I, I had a different reaction, um, physically. Um, and then okay. eventually I crossed, crossed the line where, um, you know, drinking led to drugs, which led to once I started, I didn't have the ability or control or I hate that word control, mm-hmm. um, the ability to stop, you know, I couldn't predict the outcome or the, and then drinking led to consequences. And so in right. 1999, playing the US Open. I'm in a hotel room uh, at a jumping off place. I b- think the biggest thing is I didn't know what was wrong with me. Uh, I didn't know why, you know, once I started, I was just going out with, with the boys for a couple of beers and that right. led to, you know, a three day bender and uh, to a point where I was unrecognizable to myself. And, um, wow. and, and it should be a time of celebration, but it was a time of, um, you know, insanity. And that's where I crash landed, you know, in mid September, October of 1999 uh, in Los Angeles. Instead of uh, Mm -hmm. uh, the hotel manager on Sunset Strip calling the police, he luckily called an interventionist. And that interventionist asked if I'd be willing to get help. Mm. And I thank God every day that for some reason I I said yes. Yeah. I had the willingness to accept help. And, um, that's why do you think you said yes? <sighs> Great question. Um, I think I said yes because I was dying, mm. you know, from the inside out. And on the outside, I had a life that people dreamed about. Yeah. On the inside, and my, my real, um, sorry about that. Um, okay. my real breaking point was um, I was dying with drugs and alcohol, mm-hmm. and then I was dying without drugs and alcohol. Whoa, hmm. that's, a, that's a point to be in. You know, I, right. I, I felt lost. I felt, um, you know, I felt so alone um, in, in the, at the highest order. Loneliness set in. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, I think that's why I said yes, because I was just, I had a sliver of willingness and, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny what we perceive isn't always what's going on. You know, I was a very sick human yeah. being and a, and a hurting person. And what's yeah. really beautiful about my, my dad at, at that time is because he had gone through recovery and he, he was, um, you know, uh, he had recovered from a, you know, hopeless state of mind and body himself. And he knew that the party was over. 
Mm-hmm. And he didn't reprimand me. He didn't want to punish me. He didn't, you know, wasn't mean to me. Yeah. He knew that, he, you know, what, and that's the opportunity of a lifetime that we have in today's world where, you know, it is nuts, the, the addiction crisis throughout our, in the United States and, and worldwide and, you know, alcoholism and, you know, the, the checking out of the here and now is at the highest order with technology. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I look at uh, this stigma behind uh, drug and alcohol addiction. You know, had I, had I gone to the tour, a tennis tour or my family and said I had cancer, they would have done everything. They would have rallied. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and this, like we're going to beat this. Thing, yeah, we got this. And then, you know, there right. would be fundraisers. There would be, they'd probably name a tennis stadium after me. But in right. this case, let's keep <laughs> this a secret. Let's pretend it's not happening. Wow. And, and, and I was so afraid of being found out. And I was so afraid of losing what, you know, and hurting the people around me that, you know, you know, I, I, I hope, uh, if anything that, you know, I, I, people ask me a lot, why do you share openly your story? And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I wish somebody had said to me, Murphy, you know, you might not like what I'm about to say to you and you may never want to talk to me again, but, um, I'll be darned if I don't say something, you know, um, mm-hmm. you've got a sub disorder and I think you need help and um, and wow. so you know to not share hope um, uh, with the planet or with my neighbors or with my community or with you know the, the my loved ones and that's everybody yeah. um, you know and and I think it it's important to get uh, some time under one's belt before they go public with their story because, you know, it mm-hmm. took a long time for me to rid myself of the guilt and shame um, to, you know, I was, it took a long time, you know, to, to uh, forgive myself. I heard something mm. last night. The, the guy said, you know what? The, the, this guy says, you know, a friend of his said, you know what life is? And he said, what? <laughs> This is deep, right? What is life? <laughs> what is life? <laughs> it's, it's forgiveness school. Mm. Forgiveness school. Forgiveness of self and others, you know? Wow. And, you know, and I, and I, that just resonated with me. That's what I brought in from last night. So. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flour, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. I like that. That's cool. Tell me about, your, tell cool. Me about your, your listeners. My listeners are yeah. amazing. They're, I mean, my whole, my whole little crew story. is Tell is me about cool. your crew. So my crew is mostly women. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a couple guys in there. Uh, mm-hmm. But they are, I would say probably most of them are in recovery. Maybe possibly 30% of them are probably struggling with their recovery. So, mm. but what I love about the podcast and doing the podcast is you know, having people come in and share their stories and sometimes their absolute horror stories and stuff like you would never even imagine. I mean, Instagram is such a perfect little capsule and you see these mm-hmm. girls who are, you know, looking all happy and having fun and they're light and bright now. But when they come on and tell their story on the podcast, it is absolutely shocking what they have been through 
and just that transformation and that, that ability and hope and like giving that backstory, like, Hey, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You see a perky blonde having fun now, but it wasn't always like that. And there, there is hope. Like you can, you can come from the depths of hell basically. And Yep. And completely change your life. Like you can save your own damn life. Yeah. hundred percent. That's what I really, yeah. when I was, when I was getting sober and I, when I was in recovery, you know, it took me 10 years to get to this point. That's a long yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. That um, was a long time. But it was like, uh, everything I found was pretty dark, pretty depressing, not really hope based. Like I am someone who needs to hear like, there is a light at the end of this tunnel, you know, like I'm yeah. working towards something and it's possible. I just need to know that it's possible. Yeah. And yeah. that's, that's what I wanted to do. I really wanted to showcase people's stories and then show them what they're doing with their amazing lives in recovery. Now, like this yeah. should be celebrated. This episode is sponsored by better help. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com slash ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash ASGG. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. And shared. Totally. And shared. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool, Jess. Yeah. So I... I mean, I honestly didn't think I would be into the podcast as much as I am, but I love it. Every week, yeah. I hear something that I personally need to hear from like a guest that I have, which is really, really interesting. And I just, I love to do it. And people are really reacting to it, which I'm so grateful for. Like, who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, uh, the universe... Uh kind of gives you, you know, I'm sure 10 years ago, you'd have never thought in your wildest dreams that you'd be having conversations with people at this capacity and having such a huge reach. And the podcast medium allows you to um, share your gifts and, um, and to, to, to bring, to bring uh, the level of consciousness throughout two places that might not have access to this information. You know, it could be in nowhere, Idaho or little town, Nebraska or wherever on Mm -hmm. Northern Michigan. Um, you know, and, and that's, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that because recently, um, a couple women have reached out and said, you know, I live in a really small town. I, I don't feel Mm -hmm. comfortable enough to go to a meeting because it is just so Mm -hmm. small or, Mm -hmm. you know, I have kids. I can't schedule a baby. I can't afford a babysitter. I just can't do it. I can't get physically get out of my own house or like just, you know, the support in the community. I think technology has really, if you use it correctly, can really change your life. Yeah. Those connections. My co-founder says that technology will never replace human connection, but it can be a bridge. I'm not, I I may be butchering, butchering, um, what exactly her, 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 uh, 
take on that is, but mm -hmm. I, I, I get it, you know, um, yeah. it can bridge the gap and, um, you know, plant the seed to openness and open, you know, it's much easier to have a conversation maybe on the phone than in person. And yeah. then from a phone call, we can get together in person and what, you know, it just kind of breaks the ice. Of totally. Whatever's going on, whatever's blocking me from, from, uh, walking my truth or yeah. living my truth. So. And even just like the pure, like, ability to reach out to that person. Like, you know, for instance, you and I, like, I reached out to you through Instagram and email. You know, maybe yeah. 10 years ago, I wouldn't have that, that ability or that knowledge of, of your email or of like who you were fr like without Instagram. Um, yeah. but just using that as kind of like a jumping pad or a, a launch point to then make this connection. And then you're coming to yeah. LA next in the end of the month and I'll see you then. Yeah. We'll have coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so, love it. I mean, that's I how I that. use social media. Like I, Honestly, compare less what other people are posting. I'm just, I don't have time, Yeah, <laughs> but I use it because I want to connect with people. Yeah. Well, and that, that mm -hmm. leads to where I'm at today, which is I'm the co-founder of a healthcare technology company uh, designed to prevent relapse from drug and alcohol addiction, basically yeah. addiction recovery for, for the modern world. We use our phones for everything, everything, groceries, hotels, directions. Why wouldn't I use this phone to support my recovery? And we have technology, you know, the, the name we connect mm -hmm. health management. Uh, we connect is, is the idea from me to we, and we can do what I cannot. And mm -hmm. you know, the two drivers of relapse from day 28 to day 365 from leaving a treatment center or rehab, they hand you a piece of paper. They say, do these 10 things for the rest of your life and you'll be fine. Good luck. 28 <sighs> days ago, I could have dead on arrival. Yeah. But through these technology, we can, you know, create a, a team, a support network of all the key stakeholders. And that's everybody from my therapist to my case manager, my clinician. And I can stay tethered to those 28 days and the people I met there. When mm -hmm. I went to uh, my first, my first treatment center, you know, I didn't know, like, where, how did this happen? Yeah. And and I thought this is the worst thing that could have happened to me. But by day, day 28, I've made all these friends and all these connections, and I've got peers, and I'm not the only one that's suffered or faced faced this stuff. And I, I've, I'm going to stay sober the rest of my life. But they they handed me a piece of paper. They sent me on a plane, and I, I'm at the airport bar within before I even, you know, because I didn't have any tools, I didn't have any support. I, and, and the two drivers of relapse are lack of accountability to that treatment plan, mm -hmm. which, uh, which technology can address through geofencing and geolocation and lack of connection to, to my support network. So through instant messaging and video chat, I can, I can reach out to my therapist or my sponsor or my, my peers in recovery and stay connected 24-7. And then they get a 360 view when my recovery activities drop below a certain threshold. Mm -hmm. They get a notification pushed to them saying that it's been, you know, a week since Murphy's, you know, uh, posted up for his recovery activities. You might want to check in with them. So wow. The fact that I even like yourself uh, am in the tech space and yeah. can speak about things like engineering and dev teams and interface designs and, you know, Healthcare technology is, is incredible that uh, I, I find myself in this world where there is a huge opportunity to disrupt, you know, a space that needs, needs some solutions in a big way. And you yeah. can't, nobody can, can deny the fact that we don't use our phones to, to uh, kind of, uh, engage in every area of our life. So why wouldn't we use it, you know, to support our recovery? Yeah. And mental health. Like, yeah. absolutely. That is 100%. so interesting. So could you just walk me through and walk like the listeners through what kind of the app does? Like, how do you, you obviously sign up for it. 
And then what, do, yeah. what kind of parameters do you set for yourself? What kind of information do you input into the app? How does it kind of function for you specifically? Well, well, you know, for me, mm -hmm. you know, I've got it set up for all my recovery routines and that th there's two types of routines or self care routines and support routines. Support routines are things like, um, support group meetings, okay. um, therapy sessions, uh, intensive outpatient program, all, all those activities would be in there. And then self-care would be anything from yoga to fitness, to a walk, to prayer, to meditation. And it's, it's program agnostic. It's not a 12 step. It's really a framework that's going to support my recovery. Cool. And then I add on my, my, uh, the people in my network that I want that I want to support. And, and the thing that we really did that was cool, which is we, we digitize contingency management and contingency management is really rewarding you for staying on track. It's okay. actually been proven that if I get, if I have milestones and rewards, so it's gamified a bit where I, I, I'm reaching these milestones and I want to, and we do that through Amazon gift cards. We're addressing social determinants of health. So, you know, if I'm part of a homeless recovery program, you know, a, a $5, a $20 Amazon gift card that allows me to get, you know, the essentials just for a living. Yeah. It's a big, big deal. That's and it keeps huge. me on track. And it'll get me to show up for my, my therapy session. It'll get me to show up for, you know, my children's uh, soccer game or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, in, in, in anything and everything that is, you know, it's, it's about, for me, uh, having, using, um, you know, a patient mobile uh, application like this is to keep recovery front of mind. I mean, think about this. We mm. all, not we all, but um, I check into my Instagram just about every day. Yeah. Because there are certain people like yourself that I want to check into and see what she's doing. Yeah. What, what she posted, because it's inspiring. I can hold on to that thread, that that nugget, that little bit of that little bit of inspiration and hope just for today. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is we keep it front of mind, but also, you know, the power of intention that I make a commitment. I make a pledge that just for today, I'm going to stay clean and sober. Mm -hmm. And, and, and by checking off the boxes, you know, there's 23 challenges within the, we connect, uh, health, uh, technology. And those 23 challenges will get me to day 365 and $800 worth of rewards. Woo. That's a really big deal. Pretty cool, right? Yes. So, I was just so, thinking the rewards you know, would be chocolate, but like $800 worth of stuff? Yes. That sounds yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> but it's pretty cool. But there's, you know, where there's a missing, you know, I think the, the bridge between day 28 and day 365, the first year of recovery, there's an 85% relapse rate. Wow. And, that's huge. You know, Ugh. And we can, and we connect was developed based on techniques and, and evidence-based research that reduces the risk of relapse 50%. Wow. So if I can get somebody, if we connect can get you to day 365, the relapse rate drops 60%, 50-60%. That's on the national average. Right. So that first year is a really, really big deal. Yes. Um, you know, you and I both know that. And, and I found myself, it's really hard. And once I've had some time, you know, it, it's pretty well known. It's really hard to get some time again. So to, to hold on to that mm -hmm. thing called, you know, um, you know, and, and it's, it's in today's world, I mean, it, it, it's heartbreaking to see our cities look the way they do. San Francisco, Seattle, Los Angeles, you know, and throughout the country, mm -hmm. the opioid epidemic has brought it to the forefront because, you know, they say that. A stat, a stat I heard was 80% of the heroin users um, started off uh, prescribed pills from a doctor. Yep. 80% of the heroin users started off with a prescription by a doctor. So, and I'm not slamming the doctors, but I look at any problem as an opportunity. You know, yeah. it's, it's to, I'm thinking about the unborn alcoholic or addict that should walk into a world where there's solutions they're going to, um, help them. Yeah. And we, this, this will be all for naught if we don't uh, learn from this and to improve 
the opportunities for people that might be struggling or sick. My prayer on a daily basis is for those that are still sick and suffering, maybe in recovery or outside of recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that it's possible for everybody. Yes. Recovery is fun, but I can't sober up a dead guy or a gal. Yeah. it's a little hard isn't it (laughs) yeah and as long as we're as long as i'm breathing you know when you change your relationship with alcohol you realize you have so many hours in the day i love to dedicate my time to skincare and osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen osea's clean vegan and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. I'm going to do whatever it takes to help my uh, fellow human being. Wow. That is so cool. So how long has uh, Reconnect been live weed connect uh was born four years ago we started with uh uh, mvp we started with uh seed funding Mm -hmm. and um we built an mvp we tested out with a a beta version we went on to a a tech competition called TechCrunch seattle and we won that and then we went on to TechCrunch disrupt and we ended up winning the opportunity to present on stage in Silicon Valley, San Francisco. And that led to something called the series a round of funding. And that, that round of funding allowed us to build uh, a more robust technology platform, which led to, uh, we released V2, Mm -hmm. which is everything I discussed the platform. We have two products that, that we, um, we sell to market and currently we're, the only way to access WeConnect is through uh, a treatment provider okay. or an insurance provider. Okay. And eventually, we want it available to everybody on the planet. Um, we want this to be insurable um, for every patient and or member yeah. um, that, that has health care or uh, whether it's government health care or commercial health care. Um, yeah. And you know, my, my my dream is that 26 million people have access to a solution that will support their um, recovery and um, lead them to uh, beautiful lives. We have a guy on the platform that's completed 98% of 7,000 recovery activities in the past three and a half years. Whoa. And, and, and that, that's proof in the pudding that having a tool and having a framework and having my day kind of set up for me and that yeah. my clinician and my therapist can re- recommend. And the, the other product we have is a data dashboard with a patent pending risk score algorithm. And that risk score is based on a number of factors that determines who's at risk of relapse. And the most important thing that wasn't available until we came along is why mm. why is that person at risk of relapse yeah is it they're missing this can we change that care plan they don't like 12-step meetings but they can do church or refuge recovery there's right. so many different outlets to to uh finding help um yeah. i think the biggest thing i've gotten out of my life is the willingness to ask for help in everything my recovery world isn't just my recovery world it's my world it's called life. Yeah. Life's going to happen. Exactly. You know? And the question is how I respond to life. 
Yes. You know, and not, and, you know, I, I, and the thing that I've learned and being around a while and being, being, um, clean and sober a while is that life is going to happen and there are going to be days that just hurt. Mm-hmm. But does that mean I need to go down that rabbit hole and drink and use again? And yeah. it's all going to be based on, you know, the, the work that I do. I, I see that, you know, tennis stars that I've coached or, or, or peers in recovery that I can't stay clean on yesterday's shower. So the work I did to support my recovery and support my life doesn't hold, hold up today. I need right. to hit my knees. You know, I live a life today that I didn't even know was available to a guy like me. My, I have a son that, that boy, uh, that was born, um, 19 years ago as a freshman at Seattle University and he's wow. thriving in his life. And, you know, just he's on the tennis team, of course. Yeah, he is. And, and then, you know, I start my day at 6 30 in the morning, changing a diaper and making a bath for a one year old. So, whoa, uh, real rich. I had a yeah. two and a half mile walk run with the baby he was in the stroller and we were showing him the eagles and the angels and the the birds and the bunny rabbits um on the spring day in seattle washington that's so pretty 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 sweet thank you that's amazing that is so cool the one word that really pops up like just listening to you describe the app and how it works and functions and the one mm-hmm. word that like really popped up into my head was commitment. Like, I feel like this oh, app yeah. just like, like you said, builds a framework, but allows you to like commit. And that is like yeah. the hardest thing is commitment. I mean, we all yeah. know that sometimes we need to change, but committing to that change is, is where well, the magic happens. And I think how many, how many of us, um, on the planet have heard about New Year's resolutions? We're yes. going to drop 20 pounds. We're going to not drink coffee. We're going to cut meat out of our diet. Right. And without support for any of those. So we digitized the support network. We digitized yeah. the opportunity to, to keep each other accountable to, to this path, this commitment that yes. you're talking about. Um, and, you know, why wouldn't you use the tool of your mobile device to, to, to do that? You know, why wouldn't you use it? And, and yeah. it, it's a dream come true. I mean, the technology space was the last place I would have told you that I was looking to, to fall into. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I had my, my recovery life, but I didn't think that it would be something that where I could attach, you know, um, keeping a roof over my head and, helping others, you know, where this is my job and I show up for work every day, inspired and motivated to um, create and design solutions that are going to support people just like me, Mm -hmm. you know, just like me is the big thing. You know, we have data scientists and engineers. Our company has people, you know, are people in recovery or not in recovery, you know, Mm -hmm. and we've taken our company to support group meetings so they get to know who the patients are who are the people showing up at treatment centers who are the people that are uh you know fighting for their life and trying to stay sober um you know they're they're no different than anybody else you know yeah and the the, you know it's been the most rewarding journey on the planet for me you know it's it's the most important work i'll ever do in my life and yeah you know, and there isn't a day where I'm not inspired and motivated and I just feel it. And I, and I, my, my prayer is that everyone gets the opportunity to, to, uh, to feel, feel that good, you know, feel, feel like they have meaning and purpose to feel like, um, you know, I have a purpose today and it's given me in spite of myself, you know, like I said, when I, when I started this journey, I thought it was the worst thing that could have happened to me. I hated mm. myself. What had happened? Uh, I, I I walked around with all that guilt and shame, and yeah. and it turned out to be the best thing that could have happened to me. Yeah, you know, today, today I didn't want a girlfriend. I ended up with a wife and a baby. I didn't want a dog. <laughs> I got two of those. I didn't want this. You know, and didn't want recovery. I got it. And uh, tech company to help those. You know, in recovery. Um, my biggest, I think. 
you know, the, if I were to share something with anybody is to have an open mind. You know, I was, I, I was wrong, mm-hmm. you know, I was wrong when I got here. I wasn't uh, a bad person. I wasn't, um, you know, I was a sick guy that needed help. Yeah. And, and from a person that didn't want help to a person, I became a person that started as a person that didn't want help to becoming a person that was willing to get help to become, to getting to become a person, um, that was, uh, capable of giving help, mm-hmm. you know, is, is a hell of a transformation. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, you know the transformations. So. Yes. Oh my God. I was the most selfish asshole on the face of this planet. Like, mm. I was yeah. a complete jerk. Oh, yeah. I have a sticker that sits <laughs> on my desk. I have a lot of stuff on my desk, but one of the things I've had on my desk or where I used to brush my teeth, and it's a sticker that says, you are looking at the problem. <laughs> and it was on the mirror. <laughs> yeah. so That's funny. I, you know, I, yeah, I couldn't blame circumstances and people and things and this mm-hmm. and that. I had only this worked out, it wouldn't be bad. You know, today I am responsible you know, yeah. for my behavior. Um, and, and I love that I am enough and I am worthy and I, and I've got what it takes. And what I used to place value on is totally different than what I place value on today. Oh, totally. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. That is so yeah. cool. So one last question for you. What advice? <laughs> last question. What advice would you give to anyone listening to us today? Either, you know, struggling in their sobriety or thinking about getting sober. What advice would you give to listeners? Well, I'm not a big advice person, (laughs) but I would say that um, you're worth it. You are worth it. Yes. You are worth a life beyond your wildest dreams. You and then some. You are worth um, joy. Yeah. You're worth having joy in your life. You're worth, um, a, you know, loving yourself and 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 being able to be loved and being. Uh, you're worth being able to give love. You're worth. Um, and I would say. Give yourself some time, mm. you know, be patient, be, be kind to yourself, yeah. you know, be gentle with yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself today, you know, and sometimes that's minute by minute. Yeah. I'm going to leave you with this. And this is something that is one of the most resonating things I've ever read. And I read it daily. Okay. And do you mind if I share it? Absolutely. Okay. There are times when what we thought was our best our very best thinking, which drove us straight into a ditch. Sometimes we thought we played what we, sometimes we played what we thought were our best cards and we still went bust and broke. We did what we thought we should do and we still lost everything. We tried our best and we still ended up with disaster looming. That's when we're ready to do the one thing we've been terrified to do. Admit to ourselves that we're out of ideas that we need help, we're incapable of providing for ourselves. Then we find, somewhere around the time when our knees hit the floor, that this isn't when it's all over. This is when it all begins. What begins? What begins is our awareness of who we really are, Mm. who walks with us, and why we're here. You know. Wow. I love that. Love that. That's so great. Because I've been there. Yeah. I've been there and I've been in, you know, my, my primary purpose is uh, to be of service and help others in any capacity. And, and, and from that baseline, um, you know, I, I have this little beautiful baby and my beautiful 19 year old. Mm. And um, I don't know about tomorrow. You know, I don't live in tomorrow's. I, I'm making today a Picasso. I said that earlier. Yep. Um, and I'm so thankful to you. I said it before we went live, but uh, your podcast makes a difference and has an impact. 
And uh, I'm so thankful that you're doing what you're doing. And I can't wait to meet you in person. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait either. And thank you so much for mm -hmm. sharing all your wisdom and knowledge and your advice you. and your amazing app. So can people yeah. can people download it or how does that work? Is it? I know you said it was just through insurance providers or what? What's the deal? Yeah, I would go to we I would go to WeConnectRecovery.com. Okay. And if you have interest in uh, getting the platform for yourself, um, you know, fill out, you know, there's a place where you can ask questions. You know, okay. how can I get this for myself? Um, someone from WeConnect Health Management will give you a call or respond to your email and get, get you cooking. If you're a treatment center or a health healthcare provider, um, or, or someone that's looking for a useful tool mm -hmm. that's going to support your recovery. Yeah. Um, shoot an email to us. We want to hear from you. We, we get thousands of emails weekly and, you know, and it's from, for all different reasons, you know, it's like, can you help me? You know, I relapsed on heroin. Can you help me? And, yeah. and, and we get back to everybody. So go to weconnectrecovery.com. Tell them you heard about, um, this through through you jess okay and um super cool and that you're a, and that you're a friend of murphy's because if you say you're a friend of murphy's yeah i don't know no no <laughs> but you are anyone that's listening to this podcast is my friend yes and anyone that's not listening to this pro podcast is is my friend a stranger is just a friend you haven't met yet come on jess there you go Dropping right? the sign on me today. <laughs> oh, Murphy, thank you so you. much. Dude, like, thank so you, awesome. Could you feel it? Could you feel Murphy smiling through the airwaves? I just love him, and I love his energy. He's so great. And I love how he says, paint every day like you're Picasso. So how are you going to paint your day? How are you going to shape your masterpiece? As always, thank you guys so much for listening. Couldn't do this without you. Please make sure to like, follow, subscribe, comment, swipe left, swipe right, swipe whatever you got to swipe to let us know what you think about the podcast. Don't forget to screen cap where you're listening to the podcast and tag us on Instagram for an instant repost. The blog is always locked and loaded, so head on over to a sobergirlsguide.com. Thank you so much for listening to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Have a great day.